0: revelation. Spurgeon, denominated the prince of the Victorian preachers, said, only fools and madmen are positive in their interpretation of the apocalypse, He didn't mean we couldn't get anything from it. Spurgeon had a quite well-defined view of last things, but he was wary of laying down strict schemes of events from it, and I couldn't agree more that said, I found preaching through the book extraordinarily profitable for my own soul, especially when spending time on passages like Revelation 1 9-20. The plain picture and words of comfort there aren't dependent upon having a well thought out system of how human history will come to a close. As Ezekiel 40 5-43 begins it unpacks the grand end God has in store for his people symbolized by the temple imagery there and Jesus displays his mercy and grace in the most sweet and tender way he deals with the woman caught in adultery in John 7 53 through 8:11. but it is the fear not of Jesus to John I'd like to turn our eyes to today fitting in our fearful time i'm reed ferguson and this is through the word in 2020 john was in a tough spot he was an old man the last of the apostles in exile on a remote island after having escaped being boiled in oil alone persecuted by a hostile government concerned about the state of christ's church And Jesus appears to him, so glorious in his resurrection, that this one, the Bible says, was the disciple whom Jesus loved, that John falls down like a dead man. And what does Jesus say to him? Fear not. Given the way things are, uncertain, contrary, and fearful, yet fear not and then jesus gives john four reasons why he shouldn't fear in the midst of all this turmoil and uncertainty all centering on christ himself first jesus says i am the first and the last he began creation and life and it is all moving inexorably toward the end he has planned What he was after in the beginning of creating all things will yet be fulfilled that future cannot be stopped do not fear christian jesus has never been less than both the first of all god's plans and purposes and the end toward which all things are moving which includes you and me second i am the living one He is alive among his churches and his people regardless of their condition he is alive among us now knowing our every plus and our every failing our challenges our strengths our weaknesses and our needs given our circumstances he is not detached from his church the vision goes on to show that he walks in the midst of the lampstands which represent the churches He walks among us even now, observing, interceding for us out of first-hand knowledge, present to sustain, present to meet our every need. Third, I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Sin has its remedy in him. Wrath is swallowed up in him. He died in our place and was raised for our justification and will never cease to be our living Savior and intercessor. He is alive and is alive forevermore, and in His resurrection, ours has been eternally secured. And lastly, He has the keys of death and the grave. He is Lord over our living and lord over our dying and he is the one who can raise us from the dead to our everlasting inheritance in him nothing can hinder his salvation for he conquered death and the grave for us how we need to hear this again in our own present strained uncertain and fearful circumstances For all of these remain true of our Christ, even in our elections, COVID-19, and every personal circumstance. Fear not. Jesus is the first and the last. He is the living one. He died and is alive forevermore. And he has all authority over death and the grave. Fear not. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow.